This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hello and welcome to the inaugural edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. And this show is brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Be sure to download the app today. I did it. I've been having fun with it. Use code PHNX and you will get $200 in free bets after making your first NFL bet of just $1. Go do it now. Arizona sports gambling is here. Uh, I'm excited to have you guys joined us, uh, joining us today. And I am joined by my friend, my co-host, the one and only Jesse, the brain Friedman. That's right. You're getting a <laughs> nickname on day one, Jesse. Let's go brain. How you doing, man? I, I didn't approve that, Derek. We have to have that conversation before you let I know. Just That's, throw that at me. I'm, this is live. <laughs> this is live. So I figured you can't, you know, tell me no this way, but uh, you are coming to us from Seattle, where the Arizona Diamondbacks have a three-game series coming up with the Mariners. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope your year has been going better than theirs has. Yeah, don't we all, Derek? Don't we all? Uh, <laughs> it has been a fun one, Diamondbacks fans. You know, Derek, I was thinking about it earlier today. I was like, for as fun as today has been with the launch and just everything that has happened today with PHNX and how fun today has been and taking over Twitter sure. and all of these things, I have to admit there was a moment today where I lamented, wouldn't it be so freaking cool if the Diamondbacks were like in a pennant race right now? Oh, and we had the opportunity oh, to watch man. this team yeah, down don't the stretch. Absolutely. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything, Derek, but I'm Maybe. I'm over here sort of sort of lamenting that. But also it is great to be here. Uh this is gonna be a whole lot of fun. And uh, to all of you out there, thanks for hopping on with us. We're excited to have you. Let's say this much. Uh all the other sports at least have hope at this point. Their seasons are starting. <laughs> things are fresh. Uh, the Suns are already talking about going back and repeating in the championship. Uh, we have the end of what has become arguably the worst season in Diamondbacks history. <laughs> Interestingly enough, a season that has gone really bad at, at a lot of times and then really good 
in in small spurts, right? Uh, you know, if you want to count the Madison Bumgarner no hitter, two of the team's four no hitters in franchise history have happened during the season. But they also set the MLB record for the worst road, uh, most consecutive road losses in modern baseball history. Uh, that's dating back to <laughs> 1900 at 23 games. So there's some dubious records in there as well. Uh, also, we have the possibility that this could be the worst record uh, for a season in franchise history. Yeah, well, the Diamondbacks do have the worst record in baseball overall right now. Uh, the Orioles had a little two-game win surge over the last few days, uh, so that's a recent development. Um, but yeah, th this season has been very difficult to watch, Derek. And I know you've spent, I've sort of, you know, kept my my healthy distance away, you know, covering the team out here from Seattle. But I know you've yes, spent a whole lot of time in the clubhouse these last few months. And in some ways, you know, being around the clubhouse and around the players, obviously the whole Zoom thing this year, things are a little different for you. Yeah, uh, but you're talking to the weird. players day in, day out. And and I can't decide whether I'm whether I'm jealous or not that you're more local to the team right now because <laughs> this is this has been one to forget, Derek. And I know yeah. you know we have to do our jobs here and break down what has happened this year and you know trudge through all of the ugly, gory details of what has gone on this year. Um, but it has been it has been absolutely rough. There are 50 games below 500 as 50 right now. Five zero, not 15. Not 550 games below uh, 500. That's just below 500. Not to, not to mention how many they actually are out of the division or any kind of wild card hunt. That's a whole yeah. other thing. I think that you and I have been covering this team for a long time. I'm not sure if everybody knows our history, but uh, I know that you've been sure. covering this team since 2013. We talked about it in our introduction, but you definitely are our stats guy. Uh, you are a person I have used as a resource in the past, even working for a different organization uh, for my stats. So I, I wanted to ask you, baseball-wise, let's, let's kick it off with, what's your favorite misunderstood stat about baseball? Favorite misunderstood stat. What stat doesn't get um, enough respect because it's too complicated or people just don't know what the hell it is? Sure. Well, there's too many, Derek, so it's impossible to answer that question, <laughs> but I'll just pick one. Um, the one that uh, that comes to my mind first, and I have to hat tip my uh, previous co-host, Jeff Weiser, on this because he's the one who sort of got me hooked. Um, shout out to Jeff is, Weiser. Is, shout out to Jeff Weiser. Um, there's this stat called DRA. Uh, which is essentially uh, sort of an ERA-esque uh, statistic. You've probably heard of FIP or XFIP or some of those other um, some of those other um, measures of pitchers' performances. And you're DRA just, is one that you don't. People. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't talk about this stuff for more than like thirty seconds. So you're gonna have to interrupt me here soon. Um, but before we get there, give me give me ten more seconds. DRA is probably the most effective stat at uh, at gauging how good a pitcher is, uh, and I don't think that many people know about it. And you'll okay. find it at Baseball Prospectus. So that is my that is my advice. If there's a pitcher who you're trying to figure out, you know, is it what is the long term future for this guy? Maybe it's a short sample. Maybe they're you know they've been around for a little while. I would look at their DRA. And it's it's sort of similar to, to ERA. It's on a similar scale to that. So lower is obviously better. Higher is worse. That's the stat I would go to. And Derek, there are very few people who have probably even heard of the stat, at least as far as I'm aware. I think it deserves a, a whole lot more consideration.
Yeah, it deserves that respect. All right, all right, very good. Um, yes, <laughs> I and I, I don't even know what goes into DRA, and you're right. I, being the host of this podcast, don't even know what you're talking about. But yeah, I think that there are there are a lot of stats in baseball that seem to tell m- much more than uh, what the traditional you know statistics are that most people are aware of. I would I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, I'm gonna give you a question right back, Derek. All right, okay. you ready? You ready all for right. this? Yeah, you've got you've got your you've got your lofty clubhouse experience. I've only found myself in there a few times over the years, um, but I know you've been there, you know, day in day out doing your thing for for quite a long time now. My question to you: Give me your most favorite and your least favorite moments in the clubhouse over the years. What has gone down? Oh, that's easy. Uh, both are related. 2017 favorite moment getting champagne and beer dumped on my head by Andrew Chafin uh, after they <laughs> won the 2017 wild card game. That was a joy. I'm not surprised uh, it was Andrew Chafin. Not surprised yeah. at all. <laughs> uh, least favorite moment, getting sprayed in the face by the Dodgers in 2013 without protective gear uh, right before they went out and jumped in our pool. Yeah, I was, I was present for the day that they clinched a vision here and went for a swim in uh in the pool in right field and i was none too happy about that i also had the opportunity to get uh what would have been like some of the only clearing clean footage of that uh assault on our pool uh, and i decided oh. that my my fandom literally like my soul wretched and i thought i i can't do that <laughs> i have a press pass i'm fully allowed to go out to that pool right now and take footage which the only footage they had besides the guys like personal instagram footage was like some footage from the, you know, the the cam covering the game, like on the sure. opposite side of the of the field, like zoomed in. So, yeah, I might have had some good usable footage on that day, but yeah, I was uh, too busy getting the champagne out of my face and deciding how I was going to explain to a potential police officer why I was covered uh, head to toe in champagne. So, yeah, both are champagne related incidents. Um, favorite uh, <laughs> honorable mention though goes to Adam Jones loving these shirts. I'm not sure if he even mm. remembered that I was the same guy he complimented all the time, but every time he saw me wearing these, uh, he complimented me. So that's why you're going to see me wearing these a lot on this particular show. I'm just giving you that disclaimer now. But I think we've both had a well, better time doing stuff than uh, than the D-backs have for sure. I think the the people, Derek, are really just disappointed they don't get to see your knees today. I, I yes. believe you put something out on oh, social media about yeah, that. I think there's some... Right. We're gonna we're gonna be heckled for quite a while about that, Derek. You're right. We made some adjustments <laughs> so that the knees wouldn't be shown, and I personally think it was for the best. That's that's my feelings <laughs> on it. I don't know. I could be wrong, but um, I, I seeing your own knees on video is very jarring sometimes, and I wasn't wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I know we have a lot of things to discuss. I guess we could just kind of at this point talk about how the Diamondbacks got to got to where they're at, right? Um, one and nine right now over their last 10 games uh, tied basically, if you want to call it that, or at least a game behind the Orioles for the absolute worst record in baseball. Uh, and, and, you know, it seems kind of hopeless at this point for me personally, it's plugging along with losses and trying to get that number one draft pick, even though the MLB draft obviously is much different than any other draft for any other sport. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's different in a lot of ways in that, you know, very few of the guys who are drafted actually make it. Um, 
But another thing to, I mean, to your point with the whole tanking argument, there's also the reality that there are no ping pong balls in baseball. And if you get right. the worst record, you have a money back guarantee that you will get the first <laughs> overall pick. And That's right. I don't know. I don't know where you stand on this, Derek. I am still of the opinion. I would like to see the Diamondbacks try to win games. Uh, I'm not, I'm not maybe quite as into the tanking mode as some of our listeners may be. So tank season is here, already. Jesse. Get on your helmet, get in your tank. It's tank season. At this point, they have, you know, what are we talking about? Less than 20 games left in the season. I don't even right. see if they won all 20 games, how they could look back and find pride in it. I guess maybe they finish strong. There is always that in sports. There's, there is always just that personal pride, right, of not wanting to be yeah. the worst team in baseball, no matter how much it benefits your team, right? But this is a team, as we've discussed uh, outside of this show, that spent a whole $8.5 million on upgrading this team in comparison to what the Dodgers already were and the Padres had become. Not to mention, we had no idea yeah. that the Giants were going to be this good. But the three players that they uh, acquired during the offseason are, you Some know, big were names. big names, big name <laughs> veterans on big deals. Nope. No, it was not. I mean, and I kind of get what they were doing. But for me personally, the acquisition of these three guys was a white flag before the season started. I didn't think that this was going to end up being one of those situations where these guys were really going to move the needle for this team. I liked the I like the uh, fact that they were bringing in veterans on short term deals and not committing a lot of money to it. I like that these guys were meant to come in and help the younger players. Uh, you know, just kind of evolve and, and become better. You know, the, hopefully that experience of being got with, around guys that have won World Series or have the pedigree that someone like Tyler Clippard has could rub off on them. Unfortunately, Clippard got injured early on in the season. We lost Soria for a considerable amount of time. And honestly, we, I mean, we lost Cabrera at one point too. We lost everybody. We lost everybody, Jesse. We lost the entire team. Uh, and I think there's a lot of things that you could say were – are the reasons why the D-backs are on pace right now to beat that worst record in franchise history of 51 and 111 losses. Uh, just don't tell that to Tori Lavolo. There's a good chance he might curse at you, as we saw yesterday when he said he doesn't give a bleep about projections. I understand where he's coming from, but what were your thoughts on that, and what are your thoughts now going forward on just Tori Lavolo this season and – that the odds that he's going to stick around. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's totally a fair question that was asked to Tori Lovello, you know, reporters doing their jobs, but also I can't say I'm totally shocked. He responded that way. I mean, this <laughs> right. is a guy that, I mean, it, 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 this is a guy whose contract is not extended as of yet past this season. And the diamondbacks are going to have a decision to make. And you see on your screen right now, this is Tori Lovello's body of work uh, since coming uh, to this organization. Obviously, 2017, we have enormously fond memories of that year, 93 and 69. Right. It was, was a whole fun lot of fun. Yep. Just dingers, J.D. Martinez, the whole thing. It was great. Uh, eight, 2018, they came back. They did not have the same level of success. 2019, um, of course, Paul Goldschmidt, that's when they, they moved on from him. Uh, and it's really been uh, just sort of downhill since then uh, last year obviously there were big expectations for the team um that didn't pan out and and the team decided to sell at the trade deadline and since then as you mentioned Derek the Diamondbacks have not really made any investment 
whatsoever in the on-field product other than, you know, just sort of the things you have to do, right? You have to have your, you know, your 34 year old closer um, to kind of hold down the fort with all the young guys. Uh, they had some other holes to fill that they did, you know, cheaply, as you mentioned. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tori Lovello's future, Derek, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say history of this organization and sort of the timeline of how long they've stuck with managers and, you know, have they been willing to stick with guys through seasons like this? Generally, the answer is no. If you look at the history of this organization, the Diamondbacks have generally, if, if, a, if a manager has a real clunker, usually that's when the team moves on from them. And I think both of us from seeing Tori, sorry, I'll get, I'll get to you in a second. Both no, no, of no, us, real quick, quick, both of us love Tori Lovello as a person. I feel like Absolutely. I can say that with confidence. He yeah. is a person that you you just can't not like him as a person. And I don't just say that as a journalist who has, you know, talked to him face to face before. Um, but he's just a great guy. And I think players like him. And he's a very difficult guy to let go. So we'll see what the what the team decides with that. Absolutely. Um, and I don't know if his odds are good, but speaking of odds, I would like to say that your odds might be good. If you get into the DraftKings Sportsbook, the, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, which is live now here in Arizona with mobile, mobile sports betting just in time for football season, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. I did it. I got my $200 in free bets. I'm, I've been having a good time. Uh, DraftKings is a safe, reliable, and secure uh, app. Uh, you definitely have different ways to choose to pay, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So uh, that's nice. It's also really easy to use. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PNHNX to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 on any uh, week one game. That's promo code PHNX to get your free $200 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Eligibility restrictions apply. Max $50 wager, one per customer. See DraftKings.com backslash sportsbook for details. Uh, and yeah, this is, uh, this is our first day. So we're excited to be sponsored by DraftKings. It's, there's a lot of stuff happening with sports. Like I said, I, I downloaded the sports book app and, uh, I, you know, we didn't have it here in Arizona, so it's been fun to play around yeah. on it. There's been some really interesting bets. Uh, it's really just honestly easy to use. I'm because we don't have it here in Arizona. I know nothing about gambling, so I'm going to sound like an <laughs> idiot when we talk about gambling, but I know we're going to talk about it. I know that it's going to be a lot of fun for us in Arizona, and I know it helps to just especially with a season like the Diamondbacks have had, it can help to make it fun still. It can give you a reason to still watch your favorite team. And you know what? Made me win a little money. But the biggest thing we want you to do today, because this is our launch day, is here at PHNX, we make it more fun to be a sports fan in the Valley. And there's no way better way to do it than to become a member at GoPHNX. That's what we want from you. We want you to become a member. Not only does it get you access to all of our rent content, but it also gives you exclusive members-only deals on our merchandise every week. And if you haven't seen that yet, you got to check it out over at phnxlocker.com. I am going to buy everything, Jesse. I'm going to buy every <laughs> single shirt that we made. I love them all. Mostly our adorable uh, mascot that we've nicknamed Phoenix, uh, our little 
you know, foam finger. But remember, you also get access to our members only discord where you can get away from the BS on social media and just talk sports with your fellow PHNX members. This is what we want. We want to build a community and we want you guys to be a part of the community. So come join us. Uh, If you love what we're doing over here and want to help and support us on this journey, become a member of the fam today and you'll either get a free T-shirt of your choice from the PHNX locker or your first month for just 50 cents, depending on which option you choose. So uh, I know a lot of people uh, have been going after this very popular Coyote shirt that we have over there. Not to not to cross mention sports here, but there's all sorts of choices to choose from. So definitely go check that out. And again, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for checking out PHNX. We're excited to be a part of this. Uh, and Jesse and I are both thrilled that that the Diamondbacks continue to be such a big part of our lives. We we have really enjoyed watching this team. And going back to what Jesse said, I especially have a hard time with the discussion of whether or not Lavallo should be let go. You're absolutely right because when you look at the statistics, when you look at what the Diamondbacks have done when they were in that catastrophic season in 2004, which is the worst record-wise of franchise history. They let go of Bob Brenly mid-season. Bob Brenly, who won us a World Series, mind you. Like, yeah, this is a yeah. this is a team that wouldn't have even existed if the Seattle Pilots wouldn't have made such a debacle by moving to the Milwaukee to Milwaukee and becoming the Brewers. That's how far this goes back, and how much Phoenix is affected <laughs> by how bad transactions have been in the past, right? But this city wasn't supposed to do what it did. We weren't supposed to win a World Series that fast. It was crazy. It it inspired us. It was during a really hard time, you know, uh, in in this country, you know, in this country's history. And uh, I just remember how exciting it was. I never thought in a million years that Bob Renly was going to lose his job. I thought Bob Renly was going to be manager of this team until until he didn't want to do it and walked away, probably with a cane and some real gray hair, you know. But instead... (laughs) What we have is Lavallo now being the longest, uh, second longest tenured D-backs, right? Or is he the longest? I think he's uh, just trailing Kirk second. Gibson by a few games. Yeah, so he's tra- yeah. trailing Kirk Gibson right now by about 30, 38 games. We have the rest of the season. He obviously won't surpass him by the end of the season. So if he does come back on at least a one-year deal, he would become the longest tenured manager. And I just don't, I don't know. I think... When you look at the progression, things haven't gotten better. They've they've gotten worse. Uh, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you could look at and you know say that Tory Le- these isn't Tory Lavolo's fault. You know, I know after a certain point, you mm-hmm. feel like there's no choice but to fire the the manager. I just don't know if that's the move for this team, considering how much the players love him. You know, Eduardo Escobar once said during a meeting he would die for Tori Lavolo. You don't get a player saying he would die for you, right? Uh, I just, the the metaphor I've used is that, you know, Tori Lavolo was asked to do this beautiful mural on the side of a building and they hadn't handed him a pack of eight Crayola crayons and said, here you go. That's what this season has been. You know, they spent mm-hmm. $8.5 million in the offseason. They did nothing to improve this team and it seemed like they weren't really actively trying to compete with the rest of the NL West before the season even started. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, the one the one counter argument here is, you know, I think a lot of what people look at when you're evaluating a manager is, you know, does it look like the team is well coached, right? Do they do they make, you know, the 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 right read on cutoffs? Do they do all of the fundamental baseball things that you expect? Yeah. And honestly, Derek, you you could make a long blooper uh, a long blooper reel 
of this 2021 Diamondbacks defense. They have (laughs) gone from being one of the best defensive teams over the last several years. Even when the team hasn't been great, they've still been excellent defensively to this year where I've seen, it feels like almost every time the Diamondbacks are, are playing on the road, I see the road broadcast like lamenting how bad the Diamondbacks defense is at times. Uh, just yes. how they don't look professional. There's guys bumping into each other. It's been hard to watch at times. Jesse, they had to take fly ball training during the middle part of the season because there were so <laughs> many gaffes in the outfield. Now, I will say this. In their defense, it is a nightmare to play center field at Chase Field. That sure. awning that hangs over like it's so weird because on TV or in any other way, it does not look like it hangs over as much as it does. But when balls go in that direction, you have no idea where they're going to go, where they're going to land, what they're going to bounce off of. You look foolish all the time because if you guess wrong, you know, you're turning what probably could have been either a catchable ball or a single, maybe into a triple, you know, there's, there's just been a lot of bad, uh, bad choices there. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. A lot of bad fielding, a lot of bad defense. With me, I think the thing that I still have to question is why are the Diamondbacks pitchers leaving and becoming superstars? Why is Robbie <laughs> Ray the best? You pitcher? had to go there. <laughs> why? Why? Why is Wade Miley so good? I mean, there's there's hits and misses, but when you look at recent guys that have left and have found success, you just have to question what exactly is going on. And I think when you do, that's falling on the coaching. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of coaches at play there. You know, maybe is the pitching coach more to blame uh, for, you know, the Robbie Ray situation. Um, speaking of Robbie Ray, I feel like we have to go there. Uh, I Let's tweeted about Robbie Ray. I tweeted about Robbie Ray like two days ago. Um, and I think I tweeted about both Robbie Ray and Max Scherzer. And I was straight with Diamondbacks fans. And I said the ugly truth. Right now, Robbie Ray, as of late, has been the best pitcher in the American League. And Max Scherzer has been the best pitcher of late in the National League. And that is the world that we live in. And I simply tweeted, how we doing, Diamondbacks fans, given the reality of of those two things. And Uh, Derek, I do not have uh, a fifth of the Twitter following that you do. But I think I got like 70 comments. I got like 450 likes all within a few hours because Diamondbacks fans have sort of adopted uh, this practice of looking back on on guys, often pitchers who once played for this baseball team. The team let go of them, uh, what eventually turned out to be too early. And then we see things like this happen. And I can't blame Diamondbacks fans for doing that. I feel like I sit around and do that all the time because it's frustrating. And at the same time, was the Robbie Ray that you saw last year, was that someone you really wanted to keep? Were, were any of us questioning if you wanted to keep that Robbie no. Ray? Not to, so, not to pay him what he was going to get. And also, he was he he had all sorts of issues with his delivery and changing his delivery. He seemed right. lost at one point. And again, does that fall on, on coaching? You know, All I know, and I, I'll end it on this, is that Tyler Gilbert made his start where he pitched a no-hitter and he did it sitting not next to Herges, but next to Mike Fetters. And after the game, he credited Fetters a lot for just the way that he handled him, you know, being there. This is a guy making his first professional career start. He is a guy that's throwing his no first no-hitter in the situation, uh, well over the pitch count that they felt comfortable that he was going to get. But Fetters was in Lavallo's ear to leave him in because this kind of thing only happens once and you don't want to – spoil something magical happen happening especially 
in a season like this that needs these moments, right? I think baseball (laughs) is made up of moments and baseball, like even bad teams can have really great moments that their fans can celebrate, that they can enjoy. And the Diamondbacks have had those even in this catastrophic season. So it just still makes me wonder, would would he have thrown the no-hitter if Herges was sitting on the bench next to him? There's no way for us to know that question, but it does seem interesting to me to think about the possibility that maybe some coaching changes really could lead this team in a different direction. And uh, I, I I will say that I do love Tori Lavolo. I think he's a great guy. He's always been nicer to me than I think most people in media and players have. <laughs> like he just seems like somebody when you are meet him in person, like that you've, that you've known your whole life. It's a, it's a cool uncle yeah. or something like that. Like yeah, he treats his players like that. And that's the reason why he's always, he always has his players buying in on what he's doing. I just don't know if he's effective anymore. My big concern though, is that he goes off and does what one of these pitchers does. And the minute he leaves, <laughs> he goes manages another team. And we see Tori Lavolo in the world series next year, or in the next few years with his new team. I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It only took, it only took a few years for AJ Hinch to get there. Uh, former diamondbacks manager, who of course, was in the is. world series. Not long. You had after, to do it so. again. You had it's, to do it. It's again. happened. It's happened before, Derek. These are the ugly yeah. realities we have to talk about on the PHNX Dbacks podcast. That's right, <laughs> sir. Well, it's been a pleasure having you as a co-host. I'm looking forward to doing this with you all season long for the rest of the season yeah. through the off season. We're going to be here all the time. That's what what we're here for. We are going to be your daily Dbacks fix. So come here, uh, hang out with us. I downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and I'm going to hop on there and I'm going to make some more bets because I can't wait to do that. I I. I, I love it. But uh, anyway, go on there. Do do that. Come back. We'll be back here uh, tomorrow for another show. And then starting next week, we're going to have kind of a new schedule where our live shows are going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we'll be doing some audio podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So we hope you and uh, join us for all of that. And we can't thank you enough uh, for hanging out with us and watching. Uh, appreciate you being a part of the PHNX family. Uh, and remember, kids. Baseball is fun, but it's more fun when you bet on it. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.